1: Hi everyone, thank you for joining us for KB Talks, powered by the NKBA, the only podcast dedicated to sharing the latest kitchen and bath industry insights, providing you with the education and connections to help grow and support your business. I'm your host, Carl Champlin. Now awareness is key to growing your business. Social media, advertising, word of mouth, all of these work together to get the word out there about you and your business services. But where does publicity and PR fit in? Are you someone who could benefit from hiring a PR pro to help raise your profile? Well, our guest today will help you determine if you're ready to take the next step. Eric Perez, founder and principal of Hello PR Group, a Los Angeles-based communications and brand development firm, joins the podcast today to discuss if and when you should consider hiring a publicist and the best way to navigate this important relationship. But before we get fired up, here's a quick word from MR Direct. Whether you're playing master chef in a busy kitchen or pampering yourself after a long day in a peaceful bathroom, your home is the heart and soul of everyday life. Now with MR Direct, it's easy to upgrade your space with sink and faucet products as unique and hardworking as you are. Expert service, fast shipping, quality products and prices you'll love. Guys, get more with MR Direct. So Let's get started. Happy to welcome Eric Perez to the show today. Eric, as a seasoned communications and professional specializing in design, architecture, and lifestyle industries, we're looking forward to picking a brain today and know if you'll be able to provide valuable insight to our listeners. Now, Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's such a, such a pleasure to join you for this KB Talk. Mate, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you on board with your expert... Uh, expert knowledge and all the above my first question is is this a total waste of everybody's time and money to get someone
2: like you on board i don't think so i mean but but, but, but what, what am i going to say right um no i think that i think that this is a very important talk and a very important conversation because even if not everyone is ready to hire a pr agency i think that there's a lot of little things that everyone can do in, yeah. in the PR world or, um, or a PR initiative that doesn't really require an agency. So I think that just get, starting to think about the process is very important or can be very important for a small designer or a large firm.
1: Yeah. Now, let me ask you, how long have you been in this business for?
2: I've been doing this, Jake, for about 18 years. Okay. I started okay. In, in New York and I've been, I moved to LA about 10 years ago.
1: Right. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. I've got a bunch of questions here. And I want our viewers to understand that after looking at your website, I think what's unique about you guys is that you handle big events. You're very familiar with the trade associations. You're very familiar with all the product that's out there. And if I was going to get a PR company for design, you would have to be it because I think the confusion out there is a lot of people um, may just grab anybody in the PR industry, but you need someone specific. For our industry, Um, so let me throw a few questions in. Um, How has PR evolved in recent years? Do clients really understand the role of PR today?
2: You know, I think it's it's interesting. I think that since the recession ten years ago, PR and what we do have changed dramatically. And but at the same time, it hasn't. I think that a bit a big part of what PR is is still about aligning with the goals of the firm and making sure that PR is a way to to reach those goals. Mm-hmm. But the way that it's done has changed a bit just from the increase in social media, the decrease in print publications. So now instead of having 20 publications, there's five. And the, what they are covering also has shifted a little bit. So it's understanding the media landscape a little bit better. Um, so in that sense, it has changed. But at the end of the day, it's all about creating awareness. Mm-hmm. So it's how do you do that within these, these new parameters? Um, in a way, and I think that the one key element is just highlighting the importance of own content. I think that ten years ago, that was people didn't really understand that you had to take really great photography because ten years ago, magazines were shooting their own their own projects. Now, if you have your imagery, you're halfway uh, halfway there because they the budgets are cut. You can use that content in so many other ways. You can create your own PR. In, in a way, without really relying on a magazine these days. So I think that that's very important. And that's very different to the way that things were, were done a few years ago.
1: Yeah, and it's, and it's your own content.
2: It, it's your own content. And I mean, if you go just earlier to this year, I think that things have changed even more dramatically, just from from events, from trade events, from opening events. Everything is really shifting. And I think yeah. that everyone is still trying to figure out what the new normal or what the right... Um, avenue is to do things because an event right now, if someone tells like, oh, we want to put an event together, we're like, eh, maybe you should rethink that a little bit more because what is, it, what is that going to look like? Like, is it going to be something virtual? Is it going to be something that you do on, on social media? What what exactly, what components are you are you taking into consideration for that? Yeah. So it's that's it's what, an interesting time to be doing yeah. PR right now.
1: No, it really is. And I think that's the benefit of having somebody like you guys on board is the fact that you know, as designers and contractors and anyone else listening into this podcast in the industry, we're so busy with the business side of it. And to kind of keep up with everything that you're keeping up with, um, it's almost impossible. Um, You know, like we're all juggling so many different projects and whatnot. And to keep that, um, those specifics in your court, I think that's where somebody can really elevate and and build their brand. Now, um, what is the starting point for designers to kick off in a pr world um you know business owners designers where do they start how do they find the appropriate pr agency
2: well i think that there's a lot of different things i think first of all it's doing your research um at all like and and i always say that you have to look internally first to see if you're if you're ready like first of all like is what you want to achieve is, is that something that PR can help? Like as an overall as a firm, not even just through PR. Like what is your main goal? And is, if PR can help with that, then then you can start the process. But I think that you also need to look internally and see like do you have a very strong online identity or a web identity that people can find you? Do you have a strong presence and a defined point of view? Do you have strong imagery that can tell the story of your of your work a little bit more? Because a lot of times you could have a beautiful room, but if you don't have the right images to show it, then I think that that can fall down the crack. Because the reality is that right now, especially right now, trying to get someone to come and do a walkthrough of a space is yeah. getting a little bit harder. Um, yeah. So I think that it's really just making sure that you have all of those assets and that very strong strong presence to be able to make to take that 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 lead and also like are you are you ready to make the investment not just in time but also in in money and yeah. money time i think that a lot of people think that when they hire a policy like oh great i can wash my hands it's like it's actually the opposite like it's it's more work like at the end of the day like we we can we're only as good as the information and the images that we that we receive from our clients, so if if we you're just handing us things like there's only so much we can do, but at the end of the day, press they wants they want to hear from our clients, they really we're just the the ones who knock on the door, but then once the door is open, we're like okay now it's now it's your turn to put on the show. Sure.
1: And you, so it all goes back to a relationship, really, isn't it? It's forming that business relationship between, you know, between the designer and between uh, the PR agency. You know, because it's... Ultimately you have to really... Um, there's, there's a ton of designers out there. There's a ton of people in our industry,
2: but you have to get the flavor of that person. Am I right? I, really always, I always say that it's like dating because it's, it's, it's chemistry. At the end yeah. of the day, like, there are some really talented... Um, people out there, that are not the right fit for us. And, and I think that it's such a small community that we're, we're friends with a lot of our colleagues and we're always like, you know what, I'm talking to this designer or this, this firm, this, this brand, but they're not right for us for X, Y, or Z. Um, but they might be right for one of our colleagues. So it's one of those things that you just, you just never know, and you have to trust your gut a lot of times. It's, it is a lot like dating. If that first date doesn't go well, if you see red flags, then you know what? It's not, it's not going to get better. Yeah. Like that's the thing. So
1: in your office, do you have like a front room with a table and some flowers and a glass of wine? You sit down, and, and if there's any red flags, it's like no, nah, take the door. You're not going to be with us. <laughs> kind of. It would not, you, not, you not that bad. And ultimately, if you're going to be able to really highlight
2: that designer as best as you can. Exactly. We always we do have a rule. Uh, me and my business partner that if when we're talking to a possible new client, if it's someone that we wouldn't want to have a drink with. Um, on a on a personal level then the reality is that we probably wouldn't take them on as a client and not because we want to be best friends with our clients but i think that because of the the industry that we are the relationship is so important and the trust is so important and if that's not there then i think that it's very hard for us to do our job as publicists and i think that that's a really great tip for anyone also looking to hire a, a, a publicist i think that it's it's the same way it's not you're not looking for a best friend but at the same time you are looking for someone that you trust and that you trust yeah. with your brand and with your work that you trust them enough that they are going to be your representatives and they are going to be the ones who are going to talk about about you to other people so if you don't trust them and if you don't have that that relationship then i think that it's gonna i think it's gonna be almost dead on arrival i see that a lot. If um, if um if I'm
1: doing a direct design with the client or as the contractor, cause I'm like juggling a ton of work at the moment, I'll bring in a particular designer cause I've got other things going on. Um, if I see that that relationship's not right between the client and the designer, there are issues and I, I don't mean relationship, but I mean trust in the profession yeah. and same as what you're saying is that you have to trust that designer because you have to ultimately see the big picture, not nitpick the whole way around. And I'd assume with the uh, public relations as well, you have to hand it in your court, have that initial meeting, have that relationship say, okay, we got it, we got you, um, let us run with it. And yeah, I guess there's a lot of trust in that because ultimately you're taking something that's kind of either going like this or stagnant either to there or to, to nowhere.
2: No, and, there, and it's happened, more than one is that the, the, a great designer comes to us and we're like, oh my God, we'd be silly to not, not take them on because they're they're amazing they're on this list and on that list and but there's if there's something that doesn't fit well and even if we if we don't go with our gut we we end up we ended up regretting it um yeah. and i think that it's it's both ways i think that the, the designer also feels the same way so i think that a lot of those times we're like you know what this relationship isn't working and yeah. it's a clean cut we we a lot a couple of times we've actually said like i think that you should here are a few of our colleagues that I think that you would do much better with because this is, they're much better. Your personalities are much more of a better fit. You know, and how great is it to nip it in the bud
1: at the very beginning like that? Because it's just, it's helping you and it's helping them. It's it exactly. it a little bit hard for people to take, but in fact, you're you're respecting them and you, you're getting it from the beginning.
2: Because and I mean, you know, it, that, that's, that's the trust is our currency. So I think that, yeah, that, and you never know. Like I think that the, the industry is so small that it might happen to him as well, or to that designer as well. That like you know what, like actually, like these guys weren't the right agency for me, but they might be the right agency for you. So I think yeah, that it, exactly. it, it it can work
1: both ways. No hard feelings. Exactly. <laughs> no, I wish I'd met um, you guys. Let me see about. I was about five or six years ago, I was doing a bunch of shows and I was just so inundated with, you know, flying around the country and we went from Miami to Chicago. And I just felt I needed a publicist just to help put a little bit of content out there. Cause I just didn't have time to do it. I was building a house as well as shooting the shows and I didn't have a good experience. It was a lot of money. And I found at the end of the day, I was really putting out more content. And again, that's why I think this interviewing process is really, really important. And that, honesty and that trust is what what can you do and again looking at your uh, website a little bit of research about you guys again I wish I had met you because the previous person I had didn't specialize in my field and really that's on me that was my fault so I think for everyone listening in um, you, you need that PR company that specializes in the field and and understands of, let's say, the National Kitchen and Bath Association, understands of KBs, the big shows in Vegas or Orlando, understands, you know, wanted design and all the design shows around, because all of that information ultimately is going to elevate the brand, isn't
2: it? Oh absolutely and and I think that that's definitely part of the of the the PR moment it's not just the press and it's not just the editorial but I think that it's creating those touch points with potential editors with your audience It could be yeah. editors it could be consumers it could be if you're an architect it could be other designers um contractors or even just like your I I want to say I don't like to call um competition but your colleagues because it's the same thing like maybe one of your colleagues gets a big job request and they can't fulfill it because they're busy. So you know what? Like I'm going to refer this project to my other colleague who I think would be amazing because I I don't have the capacity to do that. So I think that it's really finding ways to share your message with all of these different touch points and audiences is that's what really makes the PR PR mix work. Like you can't rely on one thing. Yeah. So that research and that initial
1: meeting is so important. It sounds that way. And as far as when it comes into cost, well, it's going to vary depending on your brand, who you are and can our listeners, let's say there's a designer just starting off, she or he is small, or you've got someone like a, a manufacturer, like MR distribution, uh, distribution or like the Cola corporation can, can is that, do you have that wide field where that you can engage from somebody just starting up, oh, absolutely, with self-established.
2: Absolutely, I think that the, that they both, both the smaller designer and the big manufacturer, they both bring to us at least like a really special interest level because they all they all have their own unique challenges and unique opportunities. I think that I I personally love to work with small designers that haven't been discovered and yeah. to really help them pave the way. And really help them share their message, share their work. Really help them become more of a personality, and and really create that momentum for them. Um, my business partner, she works mostly with our with our brands mm-hmm. in a way, but and for her, it's also that's also very interesting because it's she's like helping. Okay, you are right here. How can we help your brand to reach not only other consumers or other um, other audiences, but how can we help promote X initiative, or how can we Help you navigate this, like oh, you're planning X, Y, and Z initiatives. Well, if we, she's great at, at strategizing on on the way to launch a product or launch a collection or really just coming up with that that unique idea that sometimes internally the brand doesn't really think about. So mm-hmm. that's that's where we really come come alive. That's what we love to do. So I think that. That we we like to really have a wide range of, of products. Like right now, we're working with interior designers, architects, small craft makers, and big international brands, and and we kind of love that mix because they're all they're all different. We learn what from, yeah. exactly. We learn from something that one of our designers is doing. We can share it with our bigger brands and vice versa. So I think that it's it's a really good synergy that we that we that we like. It's a good relationship to
1: building too, isn't it? Like, you know, you could be um, doing an event for Gaggenau, for example, in New York, and uh, you may have a client in on the West Coast that um, you feel is a good match. Mm-hmm. And sometimes to build those relationships too, you've got to spend a lot of time and effort and money going to various trade shows and, and networking, and we can't quite do that today. So we can still get a public relations company, and it sounds like those established contacts that you already have and relationships can really help. So I think you know, in this weird time right now, I can see the benefits of having someone like uh, you guys on board. So, no, I think, um, I, think, I, I think it is a great, great benefit, especially now, especially now just to highlight it. Because even now, I don't have a public relations person on board now and it's weird, it's between doing a show and between doing eight building projects, I would love to highlight kind of what I'm doing, but I'm just so busy that no one can really see it. Um, and I don't necessarily want more business on, on for the construction company, but it would be great to kind of put it up there. And I assume that a designer or a contractor, anyone in the trade, they can be feeding you photographs and news constantly, right? And then you would be creating that content and putting it out there in the most active way.
2: No, absolutely. And, and I think that that's right now what when, when you, when you said. like I don't, don't really necessarily want more work on this part of the business. I think that that really just aligns with making sure that your goals are are something that PR can help with um, yeah. and 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 it is I, I think that that was we're again we're only as good as the content that, that we that we receive so I think that if there are beautiful images of the projects and there is an interesting story, then I think it is creating using that to create a package that will enhance and really maximize the work that you're doing not necessarily because you want more work in that area but more to just Elevate the profile True. and maybe it's not getting more, but it's getting better. True. And you know, it might be a couple of years down the track,
1: work, there's not so much work there, and that's just going to help that. Okay, final question. For, any, for our viewers watching in, do they necessarily have to physically meet, meet with you? Like, let's say someone's in Chicago um, and you're in LA and New York. Is it better to, to get somebody that's relatively close, or can, they, can you establish
2: that relationship like with not you? really. Not really. I think that we have clients all over. Like we're based, we're mostly based in, in LA, but we have um, an office in New York. But mm-hmm. we have clients in Chicago. We have clients. Um, we had clients in San Francisco, in Alabama, in mm-hmm. Maryland. So it's all all over. And under normal circumstances, we used to travel a lot. Um, either me or my business partner, one of us would be in New York once a month, um, and we would try to go to Chicago a couple of times a year just to see our clients there. Um, but the reality is that technology makes it, makes it so much easier to, to not have to, to be there, um, in person and not meet in person. So I think that it's not necessary. Um, the only, the only thing we've had business meeting where the, the potential client was focused in one region and was only interested in that, in that region. So in those cases, I think like we would say like, you know, what well, like, would love to work with you but i don't know if it makes sense i think that that here are some colleagues that work in your area that really specialize that they're based there who might have stronger relationships with the press there and might have stronger relationships with your colleagues there that might make more sense um i love that honestly i think it really does and i think you know people established
1: in this business have been
2: in it long enough to to appreciate that yeah exactly and, and i think that that at the end of the day it's not because we don't want to work with them it's that we're in the the service industry and we want to make sure that we provide the best service. And I don't think that we can, that we are those people, that someone else could do a better job, then I'm going to be the first one to tell you.
1: I know that's good stuff, man. And then again, I think um, for our viewers watching in, you know, it's quite a small investment to to take your business to that next step. Um, It really is because back then I didn't have the best experience. I felt like it cost me a lot of money, but to actually, um, I was with the wrong person. I need someone specialized like you in the lifestyle industry, but to elevate a brand from here to there, it's quite a small investment because it depends, you know, if you're ready to take on more business, get ready for it, because this is the elevation you need, right?
2: It is. It's a, it's a big investment. And I think that going back to the whole idea of, of doing your research, it, it really is key. I think that you have to make sure that, that it is right because if, if you're not right, it or if the person that you're hiring is not right then they're going to screw the the, the um the notion of pr and what pr can actually do for you because you have a bad taste and mm-hmm. we've had i've i've had several calls with people who who tell me that like listen like right now i'm just doing research because we've done that we've gone this down this road before and it didn't work out for us so how why is it going to be better yeah. and i think that a lot of times it's just like us educating them like listen like I don't know what happened, and I don't want to. I'm not in the business of saying why someone isn't didn't work for you, mm-hmm. but I can tell you what I can do for you, or what I think that we can that we can do. So I think, I think that, that a lot it's, of people just yeah, and, the,
1: a lot and of people, to not forget too that it's basically you're both working at it, right? It's not just dumping it there and
2: saying hey, go for it. You have to have that relationship. And you've got to communicate and work. Exactly, and research like honestly, like check everyone, so check uh, people's social media, their website. Ask some of your colleagues. Like a lot of times, if they're having a great, great results with someone, check who they're working with, how their experience is going, what they can expect from working with a publicist. I think that that's also like a big. Um, a big thing. Just I think that's, like that's really
1: important. If I've got some new clients and they're questioning, oh, we've never met you before, I haven't worked with you, and it's like, okay, here's five for telephone numbers for my last five clients. Um, and they don't even make the call, they go, okay. Um, so to actually call on, um, let's say, for example, you were representing um, uh, Frank A. Sinks, for example, you call them and say, hey, are you happy with your PR agency? I'll tell you, you can't do much better than that. And that's why I generally give the last five uh, clients. And, um, you know, we all should be good at what we do. and We should be able to do that. <laughs> exactly. You don't, want, you don't want a reference from two or five years ago. It's like who you're working with now. And I think that research is important. Well, mate, let me ask you how, um, can our viewers and our listeners, um, get in touch with you? What's your website?
2: I uh, email at hello at hello pr Our website is helloPRgroup.com. It's, it's easy. Hello PR. All right, mate. Well, listen, thank you so
1: much for your insight with um, giving us that knowledge and hopefully to your viewers and listeners out there that there's some um, you know, some golden nuggets out there uh, for you if you're interested in elevating your business and taking it to the next step. Well, folks, we have all new episodes of KB Talks coming your way very soon, so make sure you subscribe and stay tuned. Be sure to send your feedback to nkba at flyingcamel.com and remember to take a moment to leave us a star rating or review Wherever you listen to your podcasts. Eric, thank you again, sir. I appreciate thank you. It. A pleasure. A pleasure chatting with you. All right, mate. Okay, we'll be good. And remember, folks, get out there, design, build something great. Thank you, guys.
0: Before your next flooring job, make Lowe's your first stop. See the latest styles in our new flooring showroom. We carry more tile. More vinyl, more laminate and hardwood than ever before. Whatever you need, we have the job lot quantities you expect at bulk pricing to save you money. Shop in store or online at lowesforpros.com. Need materials delivered to your job site? No problem. Our pro team can help you get the job done right and on time. It's just one more reason why Lowe's is the new home for pros. U.S. only.
1: Whether you're playing master chef in a busy kitchen or pampering yourself after a long day in a peaceful bathroom, your home is the heart and soul of everyday life. Now with MR Direct, it's easy to upgrade your space with sink and faucet products as unique and hardworking as you are. Expert service, fast shipping, quality products and prices you'll love. Guys, get more with MR Direct.